Yes, welcome back to another episode of the Brain With Audio podcast. My name's Sam McEwen. Joining me, dressed in exactly the same shirt as you wore in the last episode. That is so bizarre. Is that is Dean exactly <laughs> the same thing that was going through my head as you introduced me then. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Yeah, have you, have you not out. slept in the last three weeks that we've said? <laughs> um, <clears throat> funny. Yeah, we may have mentioned. Welcome, everybody, to, welcome. The, to the episode. We may have mentioned at the end of the last episode that we are making some early attempts at recording video to accompany these podcasts, which may or may not end up on YouTube. We're certainly at some point going to have video on YouTube, I think, yeah. um, whether whether my attempts to, to set up some sort of rudimentary recording system have, have worked or not, we're not... I'm not sure about, but um, it has definitely exposed the fact that we tend to record these episodes uh, back to back a couple of times. Have to have a change of clothes, like <laughs> a, whole, well, a we, wardrobe. There's a lot to think. See, we, yeah, there's yeah. little things that you don't think about when you're recording a podcast. No, we're making, so. we're adding complexity here. We're going to need a wardrobe uh, department. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, well, that should that could be fun. Costume changes are fun. Wow, there's a whole yeah. new distinctive assets. I can just think of, you know. Turning up in some sort of fancy dress, um, you know, a bit of um, what's come to mind, like um, Civil War. I don't know why I'm gone there. Like if I dressed up as a, you know, a Civil War general, I don't know why. I just pictured you looking like the Colonel Sanders. I don't yeah, know yeah. if that was. I think I'm in the <laughs> South. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking just General Lee little, with little, the little. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> well, the, uh, I have. Um, it's sort of related. I, I have, I've heard of facial hair as branding. Um, I've definitely oh. so. Um, what was his name from you? But wouldn't know him. But from Moz, um, SEO Moz, uh, Rand Fishkin. Oh, yeah. He used to do some sensational. Uh, he, he used to do some video content called Whiteboard Fridays, where he tackled some I think I really watching those actually. Yeah, it, it, they're really good, and they were sort of early days of content marketing. And and he'd just he'd get a whiteboard and he'd, he'd um, sort of plan out what he was going to talk about on the whiteboard pre pre the show, and then he'd sort of talk. Talk through talk it. Through. Now, usually quite complex technical SEO things, but he had a lot of charisma and he did them really, really well. And as the as it evolved, he started sort of doing some interesting things with his facial hair. Uh -huh. and, um, and then I, I, I think I don't know whether it was in his biography, which is a really good biography called um, <coughs> called um, oh, I think it was called Founder or something. It was about it was actually about his journey with Moz, um, trying to become the next sort of tech unicorn and. Had the disappointment of only becoming a forty million dollar company. Um, How disappointing! I know, uh, but you know, it was interesting because it, it, it outlines quite quite distinctly. But anyway, I think it was it was either in that or or some or something else where he talked about. Um, how, how uh, yeah, you tried to, that was actually something he was doing for branding purposes. To, to well, try it to does, does, but like I said, it's not, well, unfortunately, this isn't Joe Rogan. We, you know, we're not seeing his you know, smoking <laughs> weed with, you know, <laughs> kind of, you know, elaborate, an elaborate set. We're not quite there, but maybe we can no. do something simple. Maybe, you know, Elton something John to tune into or the something. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to wear next? Yeah, so, well, there you go. So tune in for that. See how we've, we've got a pretty pretty plain old uh, setup here right now, but uh, but how will it evolve on our as yet unnamed YouTube channel? No, well, maybe like Chris, Chris Doe, Chris Doe, Chris Doe, I think it is, the um, Instagram, like, Branding and marketing influencer. He has awesome caps. Did I tell you about that? Cap you did. No, you yeah. mentioned this. You, yeah. This is something you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just thanks for telling everyone about that, Sam. <laughs> no, he has really distinctive kind of caps. They're, they're baseball caps, but they're not for baseball teams. And I was, we, you and I were talking about where do you get kind of cool brand, you know, like well, f fashionable caps that are kind of distinctive and interesting. So 
Maybe there's something in this. Well, I can't do that. I can't do caps. He's he's already doing that. But um, I'll think of something. I, I just a coup. Yeah, well, the baseball like caps a, are gone. But yeah, yeah. I, I could, cowboy hat or cowboy yeah. hat could do that. Could yeah. do, I don't know. Actually, I got a nice. We're really going off topic here, but I got a really nice Akubra, which is a fantastic Australian hat brand. Um, not your average kind of um, Jackaroo Akubra or like a more of a hipster um, <laughs> weekend Akubra. It was pretty good, actually. So maybe I can uh, – I didn't think it was going to work and it worked really well, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I might bring that in next there time. There you go. Well, while we're – Talking about things that should be part of our pre-show planning. Yeah, um, what are we? I've just realised that I've got you set up with the Biz Wisdom logo in the background. You knew that. Uh, all no, along. I did. Well, I, if I had a, if I had a thought about that, I would have sat where you're sitting. <laughs> um, That's all right. So we're going to have to get some sort of demarker sort of backdrop like here. T-shirt, t shirts like Yeah, there you go. Something to bring back to the. the wow, uh, what exciting content <laughs> for our, our listeners out there. Well, and it, and we've gone, yeah, we've gone completely off topic. Anyway, um, yeah, well, thanks for tuning in. However you've tuned in. Yep. And um, we're not wearing the same shirt. We have slept. Well, we haven't slept. Um, you know, but what am I trying to say here? Uh, we're, we're doing okay. We're okay, yeah. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We have um, more than one pair of clothes. We're just not wearing yeah. them. And now. if you're binging on our shows back to back via our newly formed and as yet unnamed YouTube channel, then don't. Don't worry, it's okay. Yeah, that's right. So, Sam, mm. you're going to bring a topic today, but let me introduce, <laughs> let me take us along here because yep. you know we do this, but we're rambling a lot. So, for the uninitiated, um, what Brandon is all about is uh, one of us brings a a topic um, around, you know, branding and marketing um, unannounced uh, for the other to chew on, I guess. And mm. today is your turn. and um and I have no idea where this is going, so I'm going to pass over to you. Very good. What well, talk about? This, 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 I mean, another thing about our show for the uninitiated is that there's a, a drinking game that you could potentially um, play along <laughs> to this, which is um, there's a few drinking games actually. One, one involves um, the, the, word, the mention of the word signaling. signaling. Uh, yep. Take a shot. Uh, the other involves bunnings. Bunnings. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the potentially the last, or at least the third, involves Byron Sharp. Professor Byron Sharp. <laughs> Um, but I'm not going to talk about Professor Byron Sharp oh, today. Yeah. Um, well, we have, so. Well, we have, yes. But this Sharp. is another uh, Professor Byron Sharp works for the, or runs even the, the Ehrenberg Bass Institute in South Australia, a you know world-leading, world-defining defining, um, you know, marketing, insti- marketing science institution in, in South Australia there. Uh, we'll spend a bit of time talking about him over the journey um, and – well, well, we should because he's he's written and uh, some incredible papers about marketing uh, effectiveness and trying uh, as best he can and doing a very good job at, at making marketing a science and developing the laws of of uh, of marketing. Yep. And we've spent a bit of time talking about Jenny Romanyak. Yep. Uh, and her work more on the, doing the same things along the same lines, but talking B two B. And today, I want to talk about Professor Karen Nelson Field. Have you heard of Professor Karen Nelson before? No, I have not. I'm very sorry. There we go. Professor. You're about to. Um, so while those two um, very smart individuals were going off and doing the things that they've been doing, um, Professor Karen Nelson Field has been talking about attention. Um and not only talking about it, going and doing quite a lot of pretty um, important testing on attention of ads. 
Um, and so the attention we pay to them, attention that, that we pay to ads, yep. what that does to, to memory structures, yep. um, and also from a channel perspective, what are the, the channels um, that we pay attention to and, and, and what does that do? And um, it has received a little bit of, of publicity, certainly by the time this goes to air, there's a, there's a few other podcasts and things because she's been slowly over the course of this year releasing new findings on different areas. So uh, it started a couple of years ago when um, she she measured some. She did. She was actually, I, I believe, at some point anyway. Facebook paid her to do some yep. measurement of, of their platform, and she um, and I'm not sure whether that actually came after she did some initial research showing how much attention is actually paid to ads on the Facebook platform. Pardon me, um, but. She's now, and that that got a lot of, of publicity at the time, but she's now backed that up with um, moving through some other research, looking at um, television ads and the different ways that we um, can now view television through, you know, streaming on phones and tablets and desktops yep. and smart TVs and, and normal linear TV and these kind of things. Um, and then pretty quickly backed that up with some insight into cinema. and. Wow. Um, and they've all, she's also created a company, which we'll, we'll talk about at some point, uh, whose name I have written down here in my notes somewhere, if I can find it quick enough. Um, um, no, we will get to that. Amplified Intelligence is the name of the company, um, which is, is developing a set of um, planning tools uh, in order to, like media planning tools, um, that, that directly sort of pulls in their research to, to be able to um, start to plan media to maximise attention. attention. Okay. So um, there's a, a little bit of an insight, but I think this is interesting because we did a podcast pretty early on. I think it must have been one of our early podcasts where you talked about the first principles of uh, advertising. Yeah, of advertising, get noticed. So, yeah, first principle of advertising <laughs> to get noticed. And for me, this, I mean, that it, it brought back all, all the memories of some of the things. I want to go back and, and listen to that. Um, you know, but certainly that, that idea of well, hey, look, it doesn't matter how good your call to action is. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter how, how how good you know the the other elements of of your ads are. If nobody notices your ad, yep, um, it's not going to work for you. No, so. and 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 to kind of you know to 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 lead on from what we were talking about last podcast about jingles, like the they're not they're they're not sexy. They're yeah, you know, but but they do they do get noticed and get remembered, even if they don't get everything remembered. You know, the call to action or whatever, they get something remembered and um, they get your attention. Yeah. So look, I, I think um, yeah, attention is interesting. I mean, because when you boil it down, you know, if you and, and and I think where this is going too, right, is there's metrics that are going, that are being created from this. So I know that the. the do we need more marketing metrics? I'm not sure. But that was where to, my head was going. Yeah, this to me feels like an important metric. This might be the one metric to rule them all, um, but certainly the one metric to replace a lot of other metrics that don't work very hard for us. Yep. You know, because uh, – and I might be jumping ahead to the end here and I'll circle back uh, a little bit. But, um, you know, if you can optimise an ad or if you can optimise a media plan to maximise the attention of your ad – then fundamentally there's going to be, a, you know, a, a lot of other, uh, you know, good 
uh, func- uh, yeah, good functions, I guess, that come off that, you know. Yep. But if you're, you know, you that should be a good way to optimize your creative. You know, that should be a, a good way to optimize your messaging. You know, that that should be, you know, a good way to, you know, all those sort of other things um, that, that sort of go into that. And it seems like a pretty good North Star for me if, if you're, yep. uh, you know, improving well, that's the, the, first principle. The, the attention time. Yeah, there you go. So, I'm um, interested. So, I, I mean, I'll circle back. So, the first the the first thing that I, I thought was interesting that came out of some of her early work um, was that she found that it takes three seconds of active attention uh, to an ad to access memory. Okay. So less than three seconds has sort of been the you know through her research anyway um, highlighted as a cutoff point for for hey if you're getting less than three seconds attention on your ad it's not really being effective you know that you certainly you you're not accessing the memories. Um, and therefore, any sort of thoughts of you know memory recall. Where, or, where are you getting less than three seconds? Like I'm just wondering. Well, um, yeah, uh, that's um, I I haven't familiarised myself enough with the research, and this is what I've got to say because you can't skip YouTube before three seconds, can you? Well, that's true, but there's an interesting thing about intention that I'll. But, I'll but talk- you can flick past. Yeah. Something on Instagram, but you can look that elsewhere, right? And. Uh, you don't need to, and so uh, yeah. I should define this. So all of her studies have been based around active attention looking at an ad. So if that ad is okay. a display ad yep. on a screen, yep. they're measuring how long did that look person at okay. look at that ad. Because there's a whole thing about TV and second screens and stuff like that as well, isn't there, that, you know, people, you you watch an yep. ad. However, a lot of the time now you've got your phone out and if yep. the ads are on or, I mean, I... I have my phone out when I'm watching the footy these days and yep. seeing what's going on on Twitter while the game's on. And it's, that's it's correct. A, um, and 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 and, and the, that's a really good point, which we, to touch on with some of the some of the findings that have come out because that's absolutely mentioned. Times of days that watching gender comes into a role as well. So the way that males and females watch TV, particularly at certain times, which may which may talk to I, I guess you know gender roles and what people are. You know, doing. Are, are doing in in their house while the TV's on, and and these kind of things certainly plays a role. Uh, and the device of which it's watched on, you know, other people being in the room. Are you watching it with the family? Are you watching it by yourself? So, so all of these come into attention. Yeah. Um. But but fundamentally, what they've you know what they they've sort of found is if, it, and, and I assume from the studies, unfortunately, the studies are really hard to get hands on. So most of what I've pieced together, I've pieced together from articles that have referenced the studies, but I've not been able to get my hands on them. So I don't know if they're out there. If anyone listening to this can can um, can help me to get access to them, I'd really love to to delve further into the data. But what I have done is is got you know there there is a number of articles, all of which I put in the show notes. A number of uh, some, a couple of great podcasts actually that have interviewed Dr. Karen Nelsonfield and um, some of her some of the other people that have been involved in the study. Channel Nine were involved in a few of her studies. Okay. Uh, Val Morgan was in, in, included with a few of the studies and these kinds of things. So there's a lot of data there, and I've tried to sort of pull the the little the little nuggets uh, out of there as best I can. But I'd love to get my hands on the actual research. So I'm not sure how they put together that research program. I assume that you know what they did is they measured the attention that people paid on to, to ads, and then they surveyed them in, in some way or another, and they measured brand recall and yeah, you know unprompted recall and all those kind of things that that um, people use to, to measure ads. And yeah, I guess, and I think there may also be some scientific data here around memory, like, and brain function and these kinds of things that, yep. uh, you know, certain attention time um, there, there, that you know, three seconds, then you're actually accessing the parts of your brain that recall memory and, and these kinds of things. So 
um, you know, for, for whatever it is, you know, one of the big takeaways out of all, all of these studies is this sort of magic number of three seconds. So actually, so that's interesting. That that I often think this actually, um, and I, and you wonder what the audience for them is, but billboard ads on the side of roads yep. or highways, like here in Melbourne, you know, we've yep. got the Westgate, which has got some, you know, Westgate Freeway, uh, they're probably banking on there being a lot of traffic and you not going fast, I yeah. guess, now I think about it. Um, but I often do think about, you know, ads like that when I'm driving, I'm not looking at, you know, I'm not, not looking yeah. at them for more than three seconds, I'm looking at the road. Um, and I often laugh about how intricate some of these yes. ads are yeah. when it's like, I'm, you know, I remember there was one, I can't remember the brand it was, but it was a, a new dip brand or something. I think they were, they're black and white. I can't remember the name, but you know, they had like three levels of information on their, yeah. their billboard. And I guess the only thing they can possibly be thinking of is nine o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning. There's still I, yeah, a traffic I, jam I, here. So someone will be able to read I, that. I, but I, it's tend, still I just like, think that's just bad execution. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think what you've got is you've got people just staring at their own ad on their screen as they're designing <laughs> yeah. it, you know, uh, bringing it all in. And I think yeah. good execution, like we talked about jingles, Right. Yeah. What's what's the message you're trying to get here? Install a room that goes up on your billboard. Yeah. You know, a couple of distinctive assets. You know, and I, and I think the good ones do a really yeah. good job. Interestingly, um, uh, digital billboards. Yeah. Most yep. of them are digital now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so that brings that introduces here's a, here's a metric for you. Um, uh, share of screen because most of those billboards have six or seven ads that are actually rotating through there. Yeah. Um, oftentimes you won't notice them when you flick through, but they're usually on about a seven-second cycle. Um, seven, there you go. Yeah, so, I mean, that gives you plenty of opportunity because the, the follow-up to that that three seconds is that, um, uh, can I find this here? So, yeah, on average, each active attention second yep. delivers three days of additional memory. So- it takes three seconds to 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 um to to um to register to register yeah and every additional second that you get beyond that um will increase the amount of time that you met that you can recall that ad or that message by an additional three days. Wow, that feels excessive. Not like I feels like a lot for a couple of seconds. It does, yeah. What I'm saying, yeah, yeah, um, and so that again, you know, this is why I feel like this suddenly becomes a really important metric because if you can get a three-second ad, great. Hey, we're we're accessing memory. If you can make a, a sorry, if you can get if you can attract three seconds of active <coughs> attention, we're accessing memory. If you can attract four seconds, hey, you just won yourself an extra three days of memory. Good for you, you know. Yep. Five seconds, wow, bang! There's six days of extra attention. You know. It, it, there's something to be said for ads that make you work a little bit in those regards in certain places. Like I'm thinking, um, you know, the um, the metro lights at, at a at a train station. Yeah, where which are you know you're waiting for the train. People are waiting for the train. They're flicking through. Um, you know the ones that kind of get you to stop and think what and get you to read and get yeah. you to kind of engage in it. You know. And, and that's, and that's the, the, the slightly unexpected, the shocking yeah, headline, yeah, right? Like, was yeah. it was it David Ogilvy that said, you know, the 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 um the job of your headline is is to read the subheading, is to get yeah. you to read the subheading. You know, the job of the subheading is to get you to read the yeah. the ad copy or or whatever those kinds of things. You know, it's just sort of like yeah, with that that 
slightly unexpected, out of place, mm. you know, jarring, I don't know, clever copy. Well, just something, something distinctive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can- That's probably, yeah. also, probably also explains why sex sells. You know, yes. if, you've, if you've got two seconds of attention time looking at that hot model, um, you yep. know, there may, sure. may, maybe some of the rest of the ad uh, sneaks in. Although, you know, if you spend too much time just looking at the model and not reading the ad, then maybe that's uh, that's not working that's for not you. That's not working either. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some there's some um, there's some yeah some some interesting things there. So, um, what were we talking about before I got distracted by uh, extra extra levels of uh, attention? Uh, uh, I'd, I'd, so we're on attention. You're talking about extra seconds. I can't remember. Oh, well, I should have painted. We lost anyway, attention. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. She's she's done. It. So this is yeah. So we've got. I mean, I think the first thing is yeah. Three days of, of extra memory for every additional second. Um, yeah, it takes three seconds to 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 enter the memory um, structure, and then they also sort of found <coughs> that the um, um, your total length of attention time. Uh, you know, plays a plays a huge role in in driving awareness further as well. So once you hit, what was it? Um, awareness moved from thirty percent for attention time under ten seconds to, and this actually comes from some different work by Playground XYZ. I should mention, but they sort of followed up on Karen Nelson Field's initial work and um, and sort of did some of their own testing, mainly on display ads. Yeah, and, and these kinds of things, which is which is where they play, but because um, that's where there's, that's probably where the the difficulty is. Now I'm asking my trying to answer the question I and you know, asked before. Like, so you can't skip a YouTube ad in three seconds. Yeah. You can skip an Instagram one, but you can certainly scroll past. scroll past, and you can certainly not look at something as well. So I mean, Playground yeah. XYZ is really interesting. They're on so, the, yeah, okay. Let's go a different path. Um, so Karen Nelson Field obviously sort of put this attention. She calls it the attention economy, economy yeah. um, and and she sort of put this on the agenda. So Playground XYZ are a display platform, um, or they, they they sort of publish or they they um, a publishing network, yep. and um, they do a, a lot of different sort of display ads and um, and what they've tried to do is really optimize their their platform, I guess, and, and their ad formats to to maximize attention. And so they've sort of taken this and run with it. They've they've then what they've done is they've developed a really interesting model for um, for display ads and, and mention it, and measuring attention time on there. So what they do is they've got a pool of opted in users that yep. have opted in to allow their camera to be turned on while they scroll um, things and that and then use eye tracking to track where they're Maybe looking on the screen and then with that eye tracking they can they can very accurately de- determine whether somebody's wow. looking at an ad or not. Um, and then the really clever thing that they've done. Is they've just they've then um, created a model, like a machine learning model, and fed it with that data of real live eye tracking um, to <coughs> match against other data points that non-opted user non-opted in users who don't have their camera on uh, have, and to and they think they can get I think it's within about four percent accuracy um, the correlation. Between yeah, the, all those other data points and whether somebody's actually, actually looking at an ad, so which has then allowed them to to be able to measure if somebody's looking at an ad and then use attention time as an, as a metric, um, which is really interesting wow. for their platform, but only extends as far as <coughs> display. But I believe that they're actually rolling out now a platform that's decoupled from that display advertising that you can then potentially serve on other forms of programmatic digital advertising. So there's going to be some limits um, to all that, but it's a really interesting, mm. um, uh, you know, sort of. Yeah, extension of, of these things. And and their data, they said, yeah, time um, 
uh, under 10 seconds, uh, brand, they had 30% brand awareness. Um, but then it, it, that increased to 52% for anyone who'd, who'd um, you know, for, for attention time of 10 to 20 seconds and up to 67% for greater than 20 seconds, which is a long time to dwell on an ad. But, yeah. um, particularly a display ad. But, um, you know, so, so re- you know, re- again, really interesting correlation there between- And, and so, what they, what they drilled, what they sort of distilled that down to is that for each additional second of attention time achieved, the chance to increase awareness grows by 11%. Okay. So, you know, again, every second of attention, um, get attention. You know, is is you know grows awareness and grows memory and and all these kinds of things. And a couple of different studies there that have both shown much much the same well, thing. The, I mean, the argument, you know, to I mean, I get all that all that all that data. I'm trying to like all that data kind of makes the case for maybe talking to clients about you know not doing something the same as the competition or, Big or yeah yeah you know, we talked about car ads in the last or no it was before our conversation actually like mm. if you t- strip the brand off most car advertising you know it's, it all yeah. looks exactly the same so you know at the end of the day it's quite brandless and you know um yet everyone it, it feels comfortable to to do the same things the competition's doing because we all you know the the we, we all do go with the herd a bit so that's exactly um yeah. It's uh, it's an argument for um, you know breaking out of that and getting more attention that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, and then there you roll in you know your distinctive assets and all and all of those kinds of things in there. But yeah, I, I think absolutely breaking out of that mold, being different, standing out, um, you know, doing unique things. You know, not uh, you know, and and um, you know, challenging different channels. So that's I mean that there's a, there's a pretty good grounding for for attention. But the recent studies, so this is all sort of up until this point, the recent studies that have been coming out. Um, so, um, again, Dr. Nelson Field got together with um, Channel 9. Yep. And they tested, they did similar sort of testing. I don't know, again, how it was done, but it was cameras on people. Where are Watching. they looking? Are they, uh, and they had, a, a, I don't know. It's not important really, but they had three different categories of like, you know, actively looking at the ad, passively looking at the ad or like, you know, completely looking somewhere else or leaving the room or something um, and these kinds of things. So, um, interestingly, in in that, they found that, you know, no surprise, linear TV was incredibly uh, effective. Uh, I think we said four times as effective in delivering short-term sales impact than Facebook ads. Um, was sort of the, the the measure that they had there. Well, well, the that that's always been, hasn't it? The kind of the theory that you're quite distracted, even yeah. though you know. And this is probably where the where you want to have data. Like, like I said, I feel like if you're watching TV, not that I watch a lot of hardly any inline TV anymore. Yep. But when an ad comes on, you've got something else to do, like jump on your phone or kind of whatever. But this, it still kind of does. Well, that might. Feel like what's going on? It's not actually what's going on. Yeah, is is that that's that's what the data really says? Yeah, and, and, that, and I think that that's that's exactly it. You know, and what the, what they saw is really strong attention time on the ad for people watching normal what they call linear TV. This is your broadcast TV. Yeah, yeah. The, here's where it gets really interesting though. We spoke a few episodes ago about you know um, connected TV, broadcast video on demand, yep. the ability to be able to now tap into um, television through programmatic ad buys and digital and all these kinds of things. So they tested that as well. Even more effective than normal TV 
in delivering attention time. In fact, I think it was something like, um, well, I think that delivered six times Is greater, it? more effective than a Facebook, than the same video on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Um, so what's that? So, oh, so it's more effective than Facebook, but not than TV? But also more effective oh, okay. than linear TV. Now, is that because- the ad is it how, like it, I don't know a heap about this, so this might sound like a dumb question. Um, but, but the ad just kind of cuts in, doesn't it? It's, um, it's, I like, don't think oh, it's got anything to do with that, to, you, to be honest. You, you uh, uh, and you know what I believe it is 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 um, the way that you're viewing that media, or the reason you're viewing that media. media. So you know we spoke before about okay, oh, you the know reason okay, you know what if you're watching broadcast TV, particularly now with the second screens and these kinds of things, maybe it's just something on. Maybe you've turned on the news while you're cooking, but you you know you've got your back to the TV, you got yeah, your TV okay. in the kitchen or something, or in the you know in the in the living room, and and you're occasionally glancing at it. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, you know we're talking 15 second ads here, right? Like you know you you get I think it was seven seconds of active attention was the average for, yeah. for linear TV. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. Okay, there's a 15 second ad, and on average, you know people are watching it for seven seconds, or they're, they're actively you know, and yet those other you know, eight seconds. They're they're um they're doing something else, or they're they're glancing some, somewhere else. So suddenly you're watching um, connected TV. Well, the, what's the difference there? It's on demand. So you assume the reason that you've well, you've made a choice. You've actually yeah. made a choice to yeah. watch it. So you're a little bit more. You're a little yeah, bit okay. more engaged cool. in, in in that. So even again, most of that TV is watched on the big screen. So there's no. Functionally, there's no difference. You know, the ad's just as big. It's on that screen. It's in the same room as, as you know, theoretically you're watching broadcast TV, but you've made a more conscious choice to watch it. Yeah. And therefore, the ads that accompany that, um, um, you know, maybe it's been put on. Now, there is probably a delivery point of view to that as well. I, I think that the- um, what do they call them? I can't remember now, but like there's less ads that play yep. in a, um, oh, okay, you know, yeah, like yeah. a, you know, one of those sort of catch up TV environments, you know, the um, ad loads, I think they call them. So that, you know, there's a lighter ad load on that than there is typically on linear TV. So there may be some of those impacts sort of saying, yep. well, if there's only going to play two ads, you're less likely to get up and make a cup of tea. People say that. Do people do that? I don't know. But um, whatever, <laughs> you know, get, get up and, and, uh, and go do something else you know, while the ad breaks are on. So, you know, yep. there, there could be some functional things there, but I think it's ultimately- Isn't that interesting? Yeah, and that's where it goes into the next point, which is mobile phones. So that same catch-up TV watched, and this was nine now, so on on nine now, um, on your mobile phone, even higher engagement again. Really? Yeah. I would have, that's, 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 um, that doesn't, yeah, I would have- Right? Yeah, that doesn't feel- And that, that was my interesting. interesting look, I think I when you talk like, it through and you go, okay, well, 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 what's that? Well, yeah, you've- you're even more engaged in that point. You're definitely only watching it by yourself. There's not a whole family sitting around yeah. watching, you know, the, the reruns of The Bachelor on, on catch-up TV. Um, so that's a really personal environment. So you're probably even more tuned into that. So yep. it sort of makes sense when you talk it through. But There's from- not, Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking, I'm on, not that I am, but I ever do, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the bus coming home from or on the train coming home from work and I'm watching TV. Yep. And that's what I'm focused on. So, yep. and then if 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 an ad comes on, there's less to, you know, not going to talk to my partner or correct, or yeah, get up and make a cup of tea. Yeah. I'm just sitting there waiting for it to come back yeah. because um, I've got nothing else to do. Yeah, okay. That's, and and that's I think that's really interesting for me because if if you listen to that that podcast, you know, I was coming from a point of view of like, hey, this is a really exciting time to be a small business because. 
you know, and, and for my clients, I got really excited. My clients know that. They're, they're probably uh, a number of them sick of me talking about connected TV and these kind of things now. But for me, it's like, hey, for, for many small businesses, all you had was Facebook and Google. Or, you know, Facebook's yeah. more recent. Um, if you wanted to get into brand, TV was out of the question for most. Radio was out of the question for most. And some brands were too regionally specific for that to even be a good idea. <coughs> you know, it was, uh, you know, unless you had at least statewide, co- statewide coverage, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't you know, it, yeah, it wasn't really worthwhile. So I got really excited about that thinking, oh, wow, this is a really good thing where you can be very local, you know, you can be hyper-targeted and you can, ma- you can be more effective and efficient with your budget so that small business can now get in the TV game. Wow, isn't this exciting? Um, but the interesting thing, for, I always sort of thought, yeah, I mean, they're sort of not as good as real TV ads though, are they? You know, like it's, this is good, this is good enough. And in, in the absence yeah. of being able to do that big TV buy, <laughs> this is this is great news for, for you know, our clients and small business. But, you know, it's I, I sort of felt like it was like the 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 B grade, the B version of, yeah. of, of a full TV whereas ad. It, whereas it's not, is it? No, I some, mean, this is just quite the opposite. Yeah, well, the, the yeah, so those numbers are showing that. But, and we've spoken about this before, maybe off, 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 off the podcast offline, but um, that idea of, you know, advertising signalling through wastage, yep. and you know, you you get that through TV, and there's been you know plenty yeah. of kind of studies and you know done around around that, and 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 the you know effectiveness of advertising to to do with it, you know, just like a big wasteful signal. Um, we're watching a different type of TV uh, in terms of kind of catch up, and so it's sold differently, but the experience is really no different. I'm still sitting there watching TV, so mm. it's going to take a little while for. Um, you know, for that, you know, the the mind to catch up to the different yeah. context, if it can at all. And, and uh, look, and, and I think ad quality will change that a, a little bit. Like I think today, if you're doing, if you're a small brand, you know, and and um and you're doing, you know, catch up TV ads, I think you'll get a lot of that costly signalling theory, you know, even with small spends. And I think that's part of part of why I think it's so excited now. Part of why I'm pushing small brands to get amongst this now while you've still got oh, some of can. that value yeah, because okay. I think if you know down the track catch up TV ends up mm-hmm. being a place that small brands are, are in and it may not because I, I think actually the price may end up getting so expensive that's what that it feels it like that, back that, out. It'll, it'll just yeah it'll and, and particularly with studies same. like this when they realise how effective it yeah. is big brands are all over this already yeah. um, I think they are, I think it is really quite cost effective we should and, just keep and, this podcast between ourselves <laughs> yeah, and don't, all, don't, this, all this research. Don't share this. Don't share this. Um, don't share this. Keep it yeah, this is not the podcast. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I think it might not. But if, if, if what happens is there's a flight of small business into that and the quality of the of the ad production drops and then we start to lose some of that shiny signaling of catch-up TV and, and, and your average audience, not us, not other marketing advertising people, you know, your average consumer starts to feel that there's a difference between the kinds of brands that advertise on catch-up TV and that they're somehow inferior to the ones that, that advertise on broadcast TV, then maybe some of that shine comes off a little bit. But certainly, I mean, from attention time, it seems really effective. And um, yeah, I, I think that's, yeah. that's, that's really changed my mindset anyway, of going, oh, wow, this isn't like the the second fiddle thing that, you know, okay, well, if you can't afford the big one, then this is a nice second option. This is a good play for any brand yeah. and um, and really, really high attention time. No, they're good. Um, it. It's it's, uh, it's really interesting when you frame it that way. Yeah. Um, and then so the next extension, and this might, I think this is the, the last extension of, of this, is um, 
they then repeated this test in cinemas. Really? Yeah. So again, they got some some uh, I assume opted in users and set up some cameras around the the cinema and, and did this with Val Morgan, I believe it was, and um, and measured whether people were actively looking at the screen and probably no surprises. It um, it is so far the best platform that um, that they've tested as far as active attention time. It's got full almost. I think it was something like eighty percent or something like that of the. Of the, uh, you know. Well, it's a real, I mean, it's, oh, they've always talked about it. it's a real captive audience, isn't it? And, yeah. and there's other, um, there's other things un- unrelated to this, but watching, you know, watching things in a group. Yep. Um, and, and the way you kind of, you know, focus and, 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 and re- react or re- re- retain. So, um, yeah, it's one of those funny ones. I mean, it's, you know, no one's been going to the seminar for the last, few, the seminar, the <laughs> cinema for the last few years. Um, but um, I think it's back it's to pretty much normal, normal levels now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was growing, I believe. Yep. Um, audience audience numbers were growing up to the which is hit. funny in itself. Like that, you know, Netflix is going to be the death of cinema. Yeah. And yeah TV was going to kill the radio yeah, star. Yeah. And there we go. There's a jingle, Sam. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So uh, the, the yeah, some some really interesting things there. I mean, it brings a, a new light to, to cinema ads, absolutely, and and particularly if you're starting to measure on attention time. The other thing for me is, you know, one of the major challenges I have as a digital marketer um, is, is there, you know, we've talked about measurement bias before and so many, I, you know, I think it's rife across all people in marketing, working in marketing profession to, to put your advertising dollars where it's easy to measure, not necessarily where it produces the best results. Yep. And, um, and that's understandable and I totally get why that, that happens. I think what attention as a metric really promises is hopefully a unifying metric that can bring all media together and you certainly there'll be different ways to measure it and you know and and it may be that certainly what um you know professor sorry dr karen nelson field has has done with amplified intelligence is to is to create a planning platform that okay we might not be able to measure in real time what the tension is but if we, we know that this channel typically has this amount of t- attention. So let's put, you know, uh, some portion of our media over there and then we know that we're optimised for attention there. That, that's a really strong thing. And then if we can then compare your Facebook ads and your TikTok ads and, your, you know, display ads and whatever else to your TV ads and your radio ads, well, there's, hey, there's a unifying metric here in that can bring them. all this together. I guess which is attention and reach is probably the- And that's the other thing two. that comes in. And, that, and that's what I should say, actually. I should say that about linear TV. Like, yeah, that's great that mobile phone, you know, catch-up TV has great attention, but it doesn't have the reach of linear TV. Yeah. So, again, I think if you're putting together- a trade-off. Yeah, right, yeah, and you balance that, and that's in your planning. You can go, okay, great, if you are a big brand and you can afford linear TV, then, yeah, you put a little bit on mobile and you put a little bit on on catch-up TV and, and smart TV stuff, and then you put a little yep. bit on your linear TV and you'll balance the, the reach with attention and you'll have a really at least well-articulated well campaign. So I think that's really important. And the other interesting thing, which is probably worthy of a conversation all of itself, is that one of the findings that came out is that actually the platform plays a bigger role in that attention than the creative message in itself. So this is a potentially controversial one, that's, and, and yeah. I think there's something to, to unpick there. But basically how, how Dr. Karen Nelson-Field um, explains it is that there's sort of like a, a ceiling and a floor on each uh, channel. 
So, no matter how creative your advertising is, if you're advertising on Facebook- Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Then it's not it's not going to be able to achieve the same level of attention that it gets okay. on television. You know, like there's a sort of ceiling that the, that it's going to hit, and that may be well below you know television. Okay, I can you, oh, I can when you put it that way, like I can I can appreciate that. Yeah, so you know, that's sort of interesting to 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 then sort of go. Okay, well now we're we're starting to see a sort of uh, hierarchy of channels for for certain uh, you know function. Now again. You know, I think this is attention time. It's very much focused on brand and brand response and brand recall and, and these kinds of things. Now, if you are running direct response, you know, well, you can't, you still can't click on a TV ad, although I think the, those uh, infomercials, the old steak knives ones, do actually perform pretty damn well from a direct response po- point of view. And TV is a wonderful direct response channel if you've, you know, if you use it in that way. So, you know, there's some, there's some interesting things to, to consider there as well. But I think this is a just a wonderful topic. And if nothing else, no other takeaway from from this ad uh, attention economy to your, uh, you know, to the to the list of words you keep an eye out for in, in media, I think we're going to see a lot more uh, news coming out of this as, as they um, create more studies. And and hopefully there's some, some tech, some I have to read the, analytics. Read the book. And, yeah. I think for me the key insight... From this conversation, because there's a lot of data and there's a lot of you mm. know, to, but but you know the the bit about the you know the, the effectiveness of um, you know that digital those digital TV ads that are in reach of the everyman in some regard or you know smaller brands, I think that's massive. Yeah, I think that's massive. I mean, we're 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 going to start doing some you know some stuff ourselves. We've actually. Um, uh, put together our own ad for for our agency, and um, the you reminded me to kind of look into it because you know you'd never think of <laughs> you know running that type of stuff on TV otherwise. But you know, to when it's more, it's potentially you know within our reach, which is mm. pretty cool. And if you're doing video, I mean, that, that, this is the thing: if you're doing video and and what you're trying to to to, to achieve with your advertising is to create some memory structures or to create some brand awareness. And and your medium is going to be video. Well, yeah, the easy, you know, or where most people are going now is, yeah, cool, we put that on Facebook. You know, maybe you think YouTube. Um, and, you know, but catch-up TV with the same budget, you know, is going to be more effective. You're going to get more attention. You know, yeah. you're going to get some of that costly signaling. So why are we putting that into, into Facebook? Now, if you yeah. can do all three, I mean, I'm not- that, That's going to change. Though. I mean, surely, yeah. you know- uh, Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, well see. Yeah, I mean, we'll what see. was it? 70%, 70% of all digital advertising spend- Goes to Facebook, Google, and Amazon. <clears throat> no, I think that's going to. I mean, no, I'm, I'm saying the the. I feel like the cost effectiveness of oh, yeah. digital TV ads will oh big you know, time. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's true. Well, I mean, uh, you know, basic economics says that yeah. you know if if they're under if underweight works. now. But I mean, I had an interesting discussion with someone about print advertising the other day, or like like um mail outs, like bro- you know mailing out brochures and things like this, you know. And, um, he made an interesting point that said, well, you know, people stopped doing that when Google ads became a thing because the cost per click of a Google ad was significantly cheaper than mailing a brochure to somebody. That's not the case anymore for many industries. Yeah. Like it's actually oh, cheap. Okay. It's actually cheaper yeah, yeah. to mail a brochure to somebody than it is to click on a Google ad for, for some categories. Yeah, because some clicks are like, like 50, $35, 100 yeah. I mean, we had, we had a client Mor- that- Mortgage brokers and stuff are quite expensive. Yeah, up there, uh, like upwards of $100. We, we had uh, a law firm, you know, we were talking yeah, in excess of $100 per click for some of their more competitive keywords. Um, so, you know- Yeah, that's really- So, you know, so that, I mean, that's what happens in the media landscape, right? Like- Things become overvalued and undervalued, and you know I think 
I mean, you know, I'm doing myself a disservice here. I mean, we make most of our money in this agency from selling Google ads and Facebook ads. Well, there's a reason that's the case. They're really effective. But I think there is a now, you know, we're seeing, well, are they a little bit, you know, are they a little bit pricey compared to some of the other options for certain objectives? You know, and I think, and this is this is why I think, you know, uh, being a digital marketer as opposed to just a marketing marketer. person is, you know, sort of ridiculous. Like we we shouldn't be having digital first. That, the one that triggers me every time, digital, digital first. first. Like, why do you have a digital, digital first, first strategy? Like, you know, you, you're literally saying that we're, we're you know, you're, you're going to prioritize digital over a more effective channel <laughs> if, if you came across one. I mean, that, that yeah. seems absurd to me. So, you know, to, to me, it's like saying, okay, well, where's, you know, we, which are those underweight areas? At the moment, I think Catch Up TV could be potentially, you know, underpriced. Um, you know, so might print mail out, so we won't have to bring that one back as well. Yeah. Um, so, There's you know. Mortgage the, the, brokers sending out brochures to people rather than. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 just, uh, the, the law firms may, yeah, maybe yeah, just. Yeah, the, for, for the price of two clicks, you could probably send a thousand. Yeah, I'm sure you could. <laughs> a thousand flyers. I'm sure you could. So, um, yeah, some interesting things to think about. Last little, last little tidbit, talking YouTube, um, and you talked about that five-second um uh, the skip, yeah. Is it you know, so, so that locks you into the three seconds, yeah. Uh, yeah, unless that whole five seconds of attention time is spent looking at the little five second countdown timer waiting for yeah, it to end. Okay, yep. So, oh, there's no attention there, yeah, of course. So, you're not paying attention to the ad, you're only paying attention to the countdown timer. Um, and uh, so how can we get our brands on the countdown timer? <laughs> No, there's a question. There's a question. Or using unskippable formats, which I know a lot of our clients don't like to do. Um, but there are unskippable ads that you uh, unskippable formats on YouTube. It's um, funny I've, when I've had an unskippable ad, and I'm sure this is people saying it, like this is me saying it, as opposed to it really having effect. Like I have joke with people going, oh, "I'll try to show someone something," and like a, you know, uh, a twenty yeah. second unskippable ad comes. I was like, "I'm never buying this brand." So. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. But I'm sure. Well, That's you not you mentioned case. Frank Walker on the last uh, the last episode, you know, and Hello. I've heard people definitely say, "I will never ever buy from Frank Walker." But then suddenly, I think you become well, you, yeah. Well, you, I'm you, in the you, I need you're some in tiles. The market for some tiles, and you're like, "Oh, who has good priced <laughs> yeah, tiles yeah. that might be on sale right now?" Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, interesting. Anyway, we should leave it with that. Thank Thanks, you once mate. again for for tuning in. I'm looking down the barrel of the camera right now. That's a that's an interesting thing. Thank you for tuning in today. And um, we hope to see you here. You know, here, here join you, you. Join yeah. you at the next one. In different clothes. In, in different clothes, yes. <laughs> uh, but as always, do please leave reviews, share, comment. It's been so, I've got to say, it's so amazing to get feedback from people. Um, I've had a few Quite a, quite a few, actually, emails and text messages and little references to to the podcast, um, and um, they they uh, do fuel us to to keep going. Yeah. So appreciate that. Keep that coming. Um, but if nothing else, keep tuning in and uh, keep doing great work in advertising, whatever you're doing. marketing, whatever you're doing. <laughs> uh, great. Thanks, I'll Sam. see you next time. See you next time.